all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard. It's what you make of it. But what if only struggle surrounds you? What can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair. Please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through. Just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see. You are not alone. You have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know. But if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. We are all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard, it's what you make of it, but what if only struggle surrounds you, what can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair, please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through, just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see, you are not alone, you have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know, but if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up, because you got this. Think of all the opportunities that you could miss. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Authentic Points of View. I'm Danielle Boer, your host, and I have to bring the energy because this man here has so much energy. Oh, my gosh, I love it. So... This guest today, I did his show, and I've never seen anybody have this much energy, so now I feel like I'm lacking in the department of energy, but I'm so excited to have him on as a guest. He is an awesome person, and this is going to be so much fun. So Brian B. is the CEO of Beeline Entertainment. He has two shows that can be found on YouTube. Beeline Entertainment also provides services to other podcast hosts as well. So welcome to the show, Brian B. What up, what up, what up? Hey, people, people, what's good? What's going on? It's your boy, Brian B. Thank you, Danielle, for having me. It was great having you on my show. And, um, you know, we had a lot of fun. You know, uh, you know you're actually around my area and uh, picked up yeah. on a topic that I've been exploring for a while. Comedy, baby. I love comedy. That's amazing. But I'm glad to be here. I can't wait to talk with you. Thank you. Yes. Um, speaking of comedy, did you do any open mics or try any comedy yet? No, I, I haven't. I really haven't. But it, I, it hasn't left my mind. I've been really busy. Luckily, really yeah. busy. I love when I say I, I can be really busy because it means I'm doing stuff. And it's with everything that I want to do. And um, I haven't really had a chance to kind of explore other fields because my plate is full right now. So it's like, but um, I still yeah. want to do it. I'm still going to do it. It's like a, it's like a bucket list thing or whatever. I'm going to jump on somebody's stage somewhere <laughs> talk something. But um, I can't wait to experience it. Yeah. How have you been doing great. with it? So I've actually had to take a break because I've been busy. So there we go. Got it. So, um, yep. yeah, I've been so extremely busy doing other avenues of what I'm doing and learning and 
reaching into and whatever delving into. So yeah, yeah. so I've actually had to take a, a break from it, but I use it in other things that I do, like my writing and different things. So it's just not the same as getting on a stage, but I do use comedy and other things. So that's yeah. awesome. But it's been weird. I know every time I'm like, I need to go. And then I can't because I have, you know, actually the other day I was supposed to be in Chattanooga at the comedy catch and I couldn't because I had to work and I couldn't get it off. So, you know, mm, yeah. I mean, it's all good. I'll get back work. into it. when I get, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> work, man. We're that's why we do all this way. stuff. So we don't have you. to to do the work for other people so we can work for ourselves. Right. Man, I've been point. having conversations with people recently, uh, continuously about just that, ready ready to be done with the work that I'm doing and continue with the work that I want to do. You hit that age right. and it's like, that's where you're trying to be in life at this point. I'm not trying to work for somebody forever or, you know, not for nothing. I'm not trying to do the same thing forever right? and, um, you know, that I don't want to do or not incorporate it with. You start to, you know, manage your life at some point, I feel like. <laughs> Like, damn, right. I don't want to die something. I don't want to be um, bagging groceries for and, until I'm 45 or 50. And it's interesting. Like, it's different just dialect. So, but yeah, oh for sure. Gosh. It's how to work. Absolutely. And actually, we had a um, guest in common. So, Simon uh, Rennie, which is amazing mm. with Mindful Men. Yeah. And he oh, talks yeah. about that, like losing the passion of what he was doing. Like, he just didn't find any spark in it. He just didn't, he wasn't excited to do it anymore. And that's exactly yeah. it. And so, you know, he quit his job with a, a government service, you know, in Australia, they call it different things. And he yeah. just like started his, his business. And so that's exactly, you know, what, like you said, when you get older, you're just like, am I really living up to my potential? Am I following my dreams? Like, yeah, what man. am I doing with my life? You know, am I just doing the same thing every single day? That's not giving yeah. me joy. Like, bleh. You know, <laughs> yeah, you, you really do have you have that perspective, yo, because it's it's like you're not running out of time, but you kind of are like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you're a kid and you're young right. and you're able to kind of explore and have like, you know, everybody keep constantly telling you like, yo, the world is yours. You know, you always got to do whatever you want. And then you start to grow up and you start realizing like, wait a minute, time goes fast. Like nobody's waiting at this point. Like and you start looking back and realize like I've been doing this for four years. I've been doing this for five years. I've been and you start realizing like, well, yeah. is this what I what I'm going to do, like if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, I did this. <laughs> Is that going right. to be it? Like, you know, like you really, really start putting things in, into perspective. And I'm one of the type of people where it's like, I'm, I'm surprised that I've been locked down as long as I've been in uh, with certain jobs and certain careers and stuff like that. I'm surprised I haven't done something like this sooner, but I have done similar things, you know, previously. So yeah, um, that's what I want to ask you about in a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, all right. So where did you grow up? And first of all, I like to talk about things I have in common with people. So, um, aha, uh -huh. we did not know he, so when you interviewed me, you did not know that I lived close to you. You'd had no clue. And, oh, really? um, yeah. So where did you grow up though? And then like, what was a little bit of your childhood like? I got you. Oh, you meant um, that, that you were from like an Atlanta area and stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. I have no idea. That's awesome. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually from um, Elizabeth, New Jersey, um, born and raised in Jersey, like, you know, pretty much until I was, uh, I think, uh, what, 10 years from now, like like 27. I, I think I moved down to Georgia officially. And um, uh, but born and raised in Elizabeth, New Jersey, uh, some old bridge, New Jersey, kind of had like a weird kind of uh, mixture of suburban life and then. 
oh man <laughs> we're not there anymore like <laughs> and the but, other um, <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it was a it was a lot of structure i i got into a lot of very interesting things when i was younger um some things i shouldn't have gotten into but i'm proud of everything because it did build me into the person that i am but i really have always been um from a young age in Elizabeth, in New Jersey, close to New York City, um, I've always been involved with entertainment. So entertainment has always been like, you know, something that's been big for me. When I was little, I used to write plays. I used to write wow. uh, songs. I used to draw pictures. My grandfather was an artist. So it was like I had him to look look up to when I was younger. Uh, we stayed with him um, for, a, for a long period of my life or whatever. And you know, I was just always interested in like, you know, entertainment and, and, and movies and, you know, different things, you know, being there. So I can't, you know, it wasn't all bad, but it was some rough patches and stuff like that or whatever. But um, I think it developed me into, you know, confidence building and stuff like that or whatever. So, yes. I, I mean, I appreciate all parts of it. That's awesome. So I am from the north, uh, from the, no the north. Uh <laughs> oh, it's got, is it? <laughs> Is it cold in the north? It's cold in Georgia today. It's like freezing. Yeah. Um, what is it's, happening? I, so I, I miss it. I miss. I miss the cold, man. I, do you I miss love the, the snow, yo. I do. I do. People be thinking I'm crazy, but yo, <laughs> it's 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 a difference, man. It's one thing when it's like everything is consistently the same, yo. It's like oh, there's yeah, never yeah. a True. break. Don't do you have, do you have those days where it's like it's raining and you're like glad it's raining, especially because you're like going to work. And you know, nobody's barbecuing. Nobody's going to the movies. It's a Wednesday. It's a <laughs> bare day. It's not much going on. And you look out the window, you're like, oh, it's rain outside. I'm cool. Like, I, I was going to sit in the house and watch movies by myself lonely anyway. So now it's raining. <laughs> it's just comfort now to my feelings. And I, I feel like that, yo. I, I enjoy... I enjoy the, the 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 change in scenery, the change in environment. Yeah, it's cold, but now I can wear that nice sweater that I like. You know, I look at shit differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that. good. It's good to have um, a positive outlook on stuff instead of being like, oh, my gosh, it's snowing. It's raining. What am I yeah. going to do now? Yeah, so that's really cool that you look at it that way. So I'm from uh, Maryland, and yep. um, so not New Jersey, close to New Jersey. But mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so I feel like, you know, <laughs> we had some really rough times. I, a couple of years, I remember like four feet of snow. You can't open your mm. door and stuff like that. But then I think about like how worse people have it in New Hampshire or, you know, something yeah. like that. Like there's they're like that a lot. And I interviewed a lady who's really awesome. She's from Minnesota, I think. And she said it's so bad in the winter. It's like negative 30, it feels like. Yeah, man. And they cannot even, like, open their doors a lot of times. So you think about it and you're like, okay, that's not that bad, you know. But I've been here in Georgia for five years. Um, I went to from Maryland to Ohio, which is also the same weather as Maryland. It's very similar yeah. to Maryland. And um, so, you know, you're right. Like, I always think I want to live certain places and I'm like, would I want to live somewhere that only has one season? Not really. I'm like, saying, man, boring. I don't understand how people like are so interested in that because like, especially around like now, like the holidays time, yeah. I love the change of environment when it snows on Christmas and all that. Listen, man. yeah, I walked outside the other day 
And I was looking around. I saw the leaves all on the ground. Or the leaves were orange and stuff like that. And I don't know why I felt this, but I was like, damn, it feels and it sounds. It was like at night, too. And I heard all the wind blowing and the leaves were kind of moving with the wind. And I was like, man, it sounds like Thanksgiving right now. And you kind Aww. of develop that kind of, um, yeah. you know, that relationship with the environment. I sound like I'm philosophical and shit. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> You're so deep. But, what the heck? For real, yo. But I'm saying, like, I'm literally be thinking this stuff in my oh, head. Man. I'm like, I opened the garage door and I was like, damn, it sounds like uh, like 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 Thanksgiving out here right now. It looks like it, you know, like October or Halloween when you got all the orange leaves on the floor and like, yeah. you're walking around. It's that it's that like atmosphere. So I enjoy that. I would never want to be somewhere where it's just hot all the time. Oh, it's always nice. Oh, okay. So what I'm supposed to go to the beach every day? I'm, I'm, then you're going to get tired of it. Like, don't you want right. to experience the change and the difference and, you know, have that like good with the bad so it can give you like, you know, I don't know, structure, character, whatever you want to call it. But um, I love the change, man. And it, you know what else is also awesome. funny, Danielle? What? I, that I was thinking about when you asked me, everybody always kind of jumps to the weather. Like as soon as you start talking about like where you're from and stuff like that, that's like the main <laughs> topic. I was, I was just sitting there thinking in my head, I'm like, you know something for snow? When I was in Jersey and like the last part of Jersey when, before I left, I was working, you know, I, I was from there. And I did a lot of stuff when I was younger. But I was kind of older and I was kind of getting away from that life. I wasn't really doing a lot of stuff anymore. But there was different things that I had to worry about. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when it comes to like the challenges that I had to face, I mean, snow. Oh, listen, I, I'll go outside naked in the snow for, compared to <laughs> some of the shit that I got involved right. in and had to like, you know, I I, I, I I did a lot of things, man. And um, I don't talk about it too much, but I don't really... I'm not shy from it either because I know, like I said, it helped build me into who I am. But I've seen a lot of different things. I've experimented a lot of different ways. But I always think – I was talking to my mother about this too. It's so crazy. It's crazy when you, when you get older and you start talking to your mother about this crazy shit you did that they don't even know about and stuff. Yeah, they're like, but, what? Uh, <laughs> for real, for real. And then she'd, she'd be trying to play it like, oh, no, I do. Yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> but um, I was telling her and I was like, you know, for y'all, for y'all raising me, Life could have been a lot worse than what it was. Life could have been if, if I if I didn't have that structure and that guidance, life could have turned out for me a lot different than what it did. And and, and I definitely understand that as a parent now. I understand like your kids aren't going to do everything correctly. They're not going to do everything right. that you want them to do. They're not going to be exactly what you want them to be most of the time. But um, as long as you stay that strong figure, that strong being that's there, that's always there, no matter what mistakes, no matter what. You still show support. You still be there. That's the shit that's going to keep them from making that crazy decision that goes too far. Hopefully. You know, hopefully. But um, I definitely appreciate that now in my life because every time I say, where are you from? Oh, Jersey. Oh, it's cold up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what else? <laughs> <laughs> it's cold here too, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, so you're right. Like, being in Baltimore, I witnessed a lot of stuff or my brother definitely. Helped. Oh, yeah. Baltimore, uh, my rough, my friend got killed at 20 years old and mm. um you know stuff like that but you know you sometimes you not that you get used to it because it's horrible but yeah. you like you don't want to become a product of the environment and exactly. so like you said um so my brother and i were raised the same kind of i guess and he um went down a different path and 
than me. And the funny thing is we had the same friends. It was, I just didn't choose to do what they were doing. Like yeah. those were still my people, like my associates or whatever, but I didn't do, I didn't want to go with them. If they're doing some idiotic, I wouldn't go. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so you all, we all have a choice, right? And you have to be mentally strong. Not saying I really was, cause I was in ab- abusive relationships and stuff. So I wasn't like totally strong, but with gotcha. some stuff, I was strong enough to be like, nah, that's stupid. Um, yeah. but like, but you know, but sometimes, you know, if you're not taught the right way, like you said, or maybe like, again, it's your mindset. Um, cause there are people that were taught the right way and they still go that way anyway. So like I had problems with my one son and I tried so hard for him not to be like his dad and he was like his dad. And so, yeah. you know, I mean, it just depends on, it depends on a lot of stuff, but if you it stay really in does. that circle of the same people, then you're going to be in, I mean, it's so hard to get out of it if you're around the same environment. Right. So yeah. you're right. Like I'm sure Jersey was rough and there was probably certain areas. Um, so my, my boyfriend's, um, I don't know what part she's from. That sounds familiar though. My boyfriend's, um, I don't want to call her baby mama, but she is uh, the baby mama, but she's from, is, right? she's from New Jersey and, um, he's been there with her, I think. But anyway, so I don't know if she's from there, but yeah. And he said that she had it kind of rough too, but so you know, I mean, no matter what state you're in, you can be in a, a situation that's kind of, you know, very true. Just, yeah. It, yeah. So yeah, I, a- I remember like, you know, um, I was like I said, I grew up in um, Old Bridge, New Jersey was like where I had like a lot of my childhood, made a lot of friends. Um, but it was it was a lot like, you know, calmer. It was like an apartment complex. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't really anything going on. But I remember getting older and like, you know, um, I think I was there until about fifth, sixth grade. And I remember, like, kind of going through different experiences and learning what kids were doing. Like, you know, we were sitting there thinking, you don't really hear too much about this. I had it weird because I would go from, like, Old New Jersey, and my cousins were, like, in Newark and, you know, this and that, North New Jersey Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, other areas. So I'd see, like, a lot of difference or whatever. Um, But at the same time, you know, I was hearing about other kids, like, doing drugs and doing this and doing that. And I'm like, damn, really? Like, you know, I've heard some crazy-ass stories or whatever, but I was younger. And I was like, damn, I didn't really know this was a thing. And I was bad. I was bad as a kid. Oh, no. (laughs) I did a lot. You know, I was wild when I was a kid. But but still, to this day, I say that. And I'm like, I wasn't stealing cars. And, you know, it was a limit. But I definitely was doing some shit. Like, I I was always in something. The cops had to come a couple times um, in a couple different situations. But... I think because of my, you know, upbringing and, you know, my parents were there and, you know, even they, they did a really good job, you know, no matter what, they always made sure that they under, they let you know that you were there, like they were there for you. Mm-hmm. So I definitely appreciate that. And also my father, he did a lot with music and, um, you know, seeing that constantly was what really, you know, got me definitely a part of it definitely is why I'm here today. Like, you know, um, doing what I'm doing. Um, I've been, I've wrote for people. I, I I've done a bunch of different stuff with music, the rap, he's the sing, he's do all this different stuff. And, um, you know, understanding why I'm doing it now is like, I feel like I'm, oh, damn, I'm old now. Like, you know, and I'm only 35. I'm not like crazy old, but you're not old. I am understanding stuff more. You know, when you say old, it's like I'm older. Like, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's just, yeah. you are, you go through that transition, like young minded and then maturing and then, you know, mature. And then and at some point you're going to be old. <laughs> some point you're going to have to just hey, take hey, the hey, claim, hey. right? Hey, 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 I'm 40. Now knock it off. No. Hey, I'm, <laughs> What, four years away from it? 
Hey, hey, hey. Uh, no, but yeah, you're right. That's good that you can reflect on stuff. And also those experiences help us teach our children like, hey, don't be a knucklehead. Don't yeah. do this. Right. So For I had real. kids really young. So, you know, I like, thank goodness. Oh, thank goodness. So my two have beat me so far. So they're 21 and 19 with no kids. I had my first one at 18. I was pregnant at 17. So, so they beat me. Now my daughter is nine. Oh, skibbity. So they say, <laughs> they say yeah, that. In girls, a, oh my gosh, you're not kidding. So they say like, it's a statistic that, you know, one of them are going to become a, t I'm like, don't say that. So we try to teach her like morals and values and like stuff like that. And like, even now that she's nine, I didn't do this before. I tell her sometimes like this person hurt me, like, you know, like physically hurt me. You can't trust yeah. everyone, stuff like that. Yeah. And that was hard for me. My boyfriend actually helps me. Um, and he's like, listen, cause he grew up in rough, 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 rough neighborhood upbringing, like everything. Um, since him and I have been together, I think like maybe eight or eight to 10 people of his have died in four yeah, years. Yeah. And so it's, I mean, it's real. And so he like has told me, you got to be real with her. You got to be honest. You got to, you know, tell Very her, like, yeah, it's hard. So, and I'm like, why? Um, but <laughs> so yo, you listen, talk about, but, go ahead. But, re but really like, like, like you're saying yo, on, on that topic, I mean, th that is something that I think is, is kind of like, and this is just an opinion is everybody's got their own opinion, you know, how they want to do with their, especially with their kids, with their children. But, um, I, I don't understand the need besides just the importance of maintaining the innocence, I guess. Yeah. But no matter what your kids are going to develop, your kids are going to grow up, you know, you know, God willing, of course. And, yeah. and, and you're going to, you're going to, they're going to experience, they're going to have, they're not just only going to be around you. I mean, I, I talked about this a couple of times, but you know, they're going to watch TV. They're going to watch movies. They're going to watch right. TikTok now. They're going to watch YouTube now. Yep. They're going to see things that you try to, you know, shun or hide away. And then they're going to see them and they're going to have to force their own understanding on it. Right. They're forcing their own understanding. It's out of your control now with their understanding because you had the opportunity to be honest and be open and say, hey, I'm not going to yeah. teach you about murder and pregnancy when you're five. But right. teach you about certain things in certain ways so they're a little bit more understanding when they do see that. The one thing I am noticing more than ever having like my, you know, my daughter, she's three going on four now. Oh. And, oh, man might be releasing this information too early but i think i'm about to have another one. Oh man <laughs> yeah it might be it might be um but if it oh. doesn't i mean i'm not against it but it definitely wasn't planned for it but um but uh well, yeah okay. but she's awesome yeah yes yeah. but she's uh three and she's going on four and she picks up things like mm -hmm. i never would have thought man i got three kids and it's like i was i was raised we got three nieces i have a million cousins um yeah but I never knew just how much kids pick up stuff. L little things like we just bought her a pair of headphones. And um, I always tell her, hey, babe, I, always, I mean like twice I told her, um, take one ear off so you can hear. You know, don't just listen with both ears. You can't hear anything. Yeah. And she just told her mom upstairs. She did it like daddy said. And then they were telling her, no, put them on your ear. Put them on your ears. And she said, no, mommy. Daddy said, take one ear off so you can hear. Oh, she she remembers that like that's what it stuck with her like I said yeah. it like once like you know, and kids pick up stuff man so you got it I feel like it's important to give them a chance to be real with them 
let them know that hey, there everybody's not to be trusted. People are have bad intentions. There's certain things. Make yeah. sure you're looking out for right. this. That shit is important, man. It's really important, I think. It is, especially with um, you know, in this area, it's big for trafficking and like stealing kids and <sighs> stuff. So we had to t- teach her. That's so hard to say. It's hey, by the way, um, yeah, like somebody might steal you. What? Like you know, yeah, be careful, man. kick them, scream, do all this stuff. And, yep. you know, and, and talk about race, you know, I have biracial kids and you're, um, black. So no, I don't mean to say, that sounds horrible. How is that? It's fine. But, and, it's you know, not, it doesn't, it doesn't, though. I don't mean it like that, <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, having the talk with your, you know, your son or the kids that are old enough to say, Hey, you got to be careful because of this and that. My son used to walk around with his hoodie on and he had a big fro at the time. And he was like Mr. Tough Guy and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah. listen, dude, you need to chill out. Like, he got in yeah, trouble man. at school. The cops got involved. I'm like, don't you speak back to the cops. Not that it's okay. It's not okay. It's, it's not acceptable. It's not okay. It's not okay that this happens. But it's awareness. You have yeah. to be aware, right? Exactly. Because, um, it's sad that we have to have these conversations. But you also, they have to be aware of... This is the reality of it. It's horrible. Yeah. We get discriminated against, you know, not treated like other people are treated or a young white guy or whatever the case may be. Yeah, um, it's true. But, man. you know, so it, it's those things that we have to teach them. So they have the awareness, like you said, so they're not they're not blind to it. And I was overprotective. So I'm I'm really thankful for my boyfriend. He's changed my my parenting a lot. But with my boys, um I was so overprotective that they turned the opposite way. Like they, I was so trying to hide them from everything. We moved from Baltimore when my oldest one was five. I didn't want him to go to Baltimore city schools. And so when we moved to Ohio, um, I was so, I was treating them like it was Baltimore. Like I was protecting them so much that it was like so annoying that like my son, when we moved here, he was sneaking out all the time. He was, I mean, he was rebelling Mm -hmm. against everything. And my oldest son, said to me, I don't know if he was like 17 at the time. Uh, he's now 21. But he said like, you didn't let us do anything. And so like, mm. and I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah, but it, you're right. Like, y- you have to have a balance of it. So I'm glad that my boyfriend's like, listen, you need to get it together. He doesn't say it like this. But he's like, you can't shelter them forever because that's enabling yeah. and it's actually hindering them. And it's it's really, they're not going to be, you know, aware stuff or be a productive adult that they could be because you didn't teach them things or share with them. And other people, like you said, taught them the wrong way or they found out exactly. the wrong way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what really matters. And, 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 and our way by far, cause like you, like you're saying, like your boyfriend sounds like he thinks a lot, like I think it's the same kind of mentality, but my way is not always the best, you know, cause right. one thing that I established, you know, the balance that me and um, IT Tiff, that's, that's my co-host world. Sometimes my co-host, more my manager now. It's crazy. She's jumping jobs, but Aww. um, yeah. So she she's uh she holds down the areas that I lack. Like you know, I'm not the most sensitive. I I am more like you know, fist to the hand. Like yo, listen, get this done. This is what you need. Get it straight. Do this. Look yeah. out for this. I can still be loving and stuff, but I am more like, you know, the dominant force that's like, yo, listen, I need you guys to make sure you're paying attention. Hold hands. Walk over here. I'm overprotective in that way. Yeah. Um, right. 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 But, right. 
she's very like, you know, but make sure you're also paying attention to your emotions. Make sure you're paying attention to this, you know, structure your emotions, um, do this. So it's like, it's a nice balance. I don't do that that well. Like, you know, I'm hot headed. I, I got, you know, uh, emotional real quick, but I don't handle it. Like, you know, you might cry over something. I might be like, listen, I have F all of this. I don't care about nothing. Yeah. Whoa, throw it out the window. Get it out of here. I don't care. But you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So you'll mess them up yeah. that way too. So it's like, you sound like my boyfriend for real. <laughs> trying to tell you, man. I get He's that like, mentality. Man. Yeah. He's like, you can't well, just leave with all your emotions all the time. Like, you have to do this and that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yo, Danielle, <laughs> man, on some real shit, yo, yo, we need to hook up, man. Say like, yo, you need to come over. We, yo, we've been doing karaoke nights. We having game nights oh, and stuff. Oh, wow. That would be so fun. You don't so live fun. that far. Yeah, you definitely yes. got to go, man. For real. I would sure, love that. Sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, okay, you talked about writing music and um, all this stuff. And that's really cool that your dad influenced you and even your grandpa with the art and stuff. So, yeah. What, um, first of all, my intro is a rap, loosely a rap that I wrote in myself and I rapped it. So I am I'm a writer. I'm, music. I'm just joking. No, yeah, it's so fun. Um, it's really, uh, it's a little bit corny ish, but the words are really nice. Um, awesome. so anyway, so yeah, so I love music. And then that's the thing. I think in the North, it's so funny. This is, wasn't what we were going to talk about, but like, was it hard for you? Do you like like the South, like mumble rap and stuff, or was that hard for you? No, it's the easiest answer to give. I knew it. Hell no, I can't listen, y'all. And I'm not trying to knock nobody, man. I'm not I trying to knock it. nobody. I've had these damn conversations a million times, yo. Oh, um, just so your audience knows, like, hey, I, I host, you know, the Beeline um, um, web show, the Beeline Entertainment show. Those are my shows that I have under my brand. My brand is the Beeline Entertainment LLC. And, um, you know, we're doing marketing. We're doing a whole bunch of different things for podcasters, musicians, anybody who's looking to kind of get themselves out there. We're trying to assist in that way. Um, but our shows, you know, this one started it all. The web show started it all. And um, entertainment show came a little bit after. The reason why I started the entertainment show was because when I first started the web show, I had an idea of just kind of, you know, um, talking about different things and uh, having more of like a podcast. But it became something real fast that I didn't even see it becoming. And that's why I opened up the entertainment show. That's where we have talent. Come on and show up. That's right. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but um, I like when musicians come and they talk about different things or like, um, you know, musicians, artists, um, you know, even like, you know, chefs. I mean, I've had chefs on. I've had a bunch of different people. And, um, you know, they do a show off segment and it's like 30 seconds of their talent where they sing a song, whatever, play a guitar. Um, we got a lot of live new, new music and stuff coming soon. But um, I started that because of the reason I love music, man. I love like, you know, I love movies. I love actors. I love all that shit. So I wanted to get to know people. And, um, you know, seeing the fact that, uh, you know, the music industry now from what I grew up in, when it was, you know, um, you know, uh, Wu-Tang and Method Man and Red Man and mm-hmm. people had these, you know, these, these ways of delivering a message in such a creative structured way, but it was also meaningful and it was intentful. And even if it wasn't like, you know, trying to be like the most thought provoking, you know, speech ever, it was still like put together in a way where it was like, I can still appreciate the art form of it. I'm not going to lie. A lot of music nowadays, I feel just a personal feeling is completely lacking that. I feel like music has been very modified, simplistic, and I feel like the most that people do is try to make it so they can entertain you. Um, I don't feel like it has a lot of um, 
like a, a, a structure to it anymore. Not that it has to, right. not that it has to, but for what I enjoy listening to, I enjoy substance. I enjoy listening right. to a song like, you know, you know, you, you know, when you rap and you, especially when you're up north, you hear somebody and they say like a bar and it'd be like, damn, like that was crazy. He said that, like, <laughs> that's yeah. what I like, man. I'm listening to mumble raps and these guys you could make that shit tomorrow like right now like you know, yeah i just i just don't That's feel what I like think. yeah i just don't feel like it's a lot and like i said once again yo no hey bro everybody who's doing their thing yo come on my show i'll promote you like you the president but at the same time <laughs> for me personally i love that true like yo, i, I want to listen to something I'm trying to put like it in the best perspective. Let's say you're watching a movie. You're watching a movie, right? Okay. You're watching a yep. movie. And maybe a movie is really, really good. You got a whole bunch of special effects and it's all big explosions and blah, blah, blah. But the story sucks. It's like, what the hell, man? It's like, okay. It's like fun to watch, but then you're like trying to get into it, but you can't get into it. It's like yeah. it's really creative. It's all this stuff, whatever. But then you're watching a movie and it's like barely anything going on. They, barely, they made it with their phone. <laughs> There's nothing going on. Oh but the story is like, wow, what are they doing? What's happening next? You're engaged. Like, you're watching it. It's a difference. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can't expect for it to be always together. Like, big explosions and a great story. That's amazing, right? So we have, like, that understanding. But why can't we have an understanding? Like, well, when somebody's singing a song and they're singing, like, Jennifer Hudson or Jasmine Sullivan or, like, oh, all wow. these amazing yeah. people who could really sing. Then you hear somebody who's singing, yeah, you might enjoy it for what it is, but is there a balance of understanding? Like, yeah, but he's not really singing. You might enjoy it. You might enjoy Britney Spears, but is she singing? Where's the balance, yo? And I do try to, I guess, establish that for myself. So music is rough for me, bro, because I, I, I grew up in music. It's, 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 it's a combo I can have for three days. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, so I, I love, you know, the funny thing is, uh, so I used to, oh my gosh, the best times, like my brother passed away at 26. So when that's oh, all right. Um, I talk about it a lot. I actually, um, just did a, um, uh, contest and, um, I didn't make it, but I'm going to audition again in a few days, but, um, uh, it was about how I witnessed him, um, commit suicide via the telephone. And so, wow. um, it was, it was rough. But anyways, the memories that we have, he was actually friends with my <laughs> lovely baby daddy. And they would freestyle to to different things. And like Freeway, um, Jay-Z, Ooh, like yeah. all their beats and stuff. Holy shnikes. And, and mm -hmm. when I hear those songs, it, like that's the thing about music that I love is that it gives you the memories. Like you can put yourself in that place again in that yeah. time. And, and you nostalgia. know. Yeah, it's it's really cool. But um and I love I love uh beats. I love beats. But anyways, yeah, like different beats, like and so that's funny. So when I first moved here, I was like, I don't I don't understand the rap here. And then I started to love it. Like it's so weird. Cause like I, I really do because the ones there's different lyrical rappers that make sense. Like even Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many, like, let's see. Oh my gosh. So funny. It's funny that I'm a white old lady and people don't realize that I know some of these rappers, uh, who they are. But anyways, like, okay. So, uh, little baby, love little baby. Uh, and like his songs are so moving. Like they all, they have a message, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I love them. Like his song, black and white, amazing. Like there's so many amazing songs that you can relate to. 
Gotcha. So there's so many, like Kevin Gates, I know he ain't from here. He's from Louisiana and also Baltimore. He represents too. Um, but like, I really like, I love him. And there's like so many different ones that I'm like, they're so smart. But I love the like yeah. lyrical rappers that have a message and just like Lil Wayne, like you, he, the, when he writes, it's so insane. It's witty Every, and it's like creative. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. It's it not. It's not just than, about like thoughtful. It's 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 metaphorical. Yeah. It's like yes, I love that shit, man. I love that yeah. Shit. One of my favorite rappers of all time is Lloyd Banks, um, from G Unit, okay. and um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, one of my favorite my favorite rappers of all time are Method Man and Red Man. I love Method Man. Oh, and Red Man. I love Everything them too. Do, um, but uh, I love that witty metaphorical yeah putting it to get luda too ludicrous is phenomenal <gasps> man that's my favorite I mean, ludicrous you're my favorite since 1997 i think yep. i think luda, 1997 luda buster like there's so many yeah. guys i can just name that's just like yep. when i'm listening for rap like that's what i'm listening for and you don't have to be these guys like there are people who can do um you know amazing things and they're maybe they're not the most lyrical but their music is incredible like you know y'all give yeah. me some, People who can rap, somebody who who can rap, who can really rap, and they're incredible. But you wouldn't talk about them for their lyrics. You'll talk about them for their music. Outcast, um, Big Boy, yeah. and freaking Andre Three Thousand. Yeah. I mean, phenomenal lyricists. But you don't think of them as much for their lyricist for their lyrics than you do mm -hmm. thinking them for their songs. You put on Miss yeah. Jackson, you can forget about it. You put on that damn hey. Yes. Listen, yep. it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it can be done. It doesn't just have to be, you know, one thing. But I just feel like the the mumble rappers and stuff like that that's going on now, even the whisper singers, e even that stuff. Like, you know, the people who are like, <laughs> I feel like it's an easy way out to downgrade. Like, you know, it's just like, I feel like anybody can do it. And I feel like if anybody can do it, how special is it? It takes somebody well, to get up on stage and Whitney Houston, a fucking, you know, a, a crowd. Yeah. That's special, man. Not everybody can do it. So when it is seen, it's looked at and glorified. But when anybody can do some shit, you can make a song right now. Daniel, no hate, no hate. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you could put a beat on, you could get a track and say some shit on it. <laughs> put it yeah. on TikTok and let somebody dance to it. And it'll be the most phenomenal thing in the fucking planet, yeah. For real. That's right. You can say, like, my left shoe doesn't match my right shoe. Uh, Listen, you know, man. you could say anything, and they'd be like, hey! Uh, yo, Danielle, I, like I was in work one time when I was younger, and I sat there and walked in. This this girl that I used to work with, she used to wear these really bad wigs and shit all the time, right? And this is when I was writing music <laughs> still. I was writing music still. And um, I walked in, and she had um, white stuff in her wig. And I was like, yo, like, yo, you got, oh, um, no. what the hell is that? What all that white stuff in your wig? And she said, she said, nonchalantly, she didn't even care. She's out in the open. We're at work. She said, oh, it's just toothpaste. She didn't even wipe it off. <laughs> Ew. It's just toothpaste. So then, so then I was talking to the girl that I work with, and I was like, yo. And I started just being goofy. And I was like, I started singing. I'm like, yo, she, just, she don't got no shame. It's nothing. I said, she got toothpaste on her weave and stains on all her clothes. Oh, toothpaste on her weave and stains <laughs> on all her clothes. Oh, I made it. Listen, I made that shit. I'm talking about this is like 2009. I made seconds. that shit, and I was singing it, and we were all singing it. We were all singing. All the cashiers that I had were all singing it overnight in the, in the supermarket. When I tell you right now, if I had made that shit on TikTok today, it'd be a fucking hit record. <laughs> Do it. Come on. Put a little beat on it. That's it's, right. I should. You know what I'm saying? And like, you, you should. should because, listen, you people could. can relate to that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Right. Um, you're right. Like, 
So some of the lines that I say in my um, intro, I say it all the time. And actually part of my one minute speech thingy um, at the end, but I say it all the time. So the last line of it is don't ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. That's my last line. Mm. I say it all the time. Um, so, and then, um, I say, um, my, my one line that actually sounds like a rap, the rest don't is, uh, people say that life isn't hard is what you make of it. But what if only struggle surrounds you? What can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair. Please listen to others just to be aware. Then I say a lot of other stuff. Um, Mm. And I say like, all I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through just because they look happy. Doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see you are not alone. You at least got me. We are more like than you may know, but if you stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. That's the ending of that's listen. Like, that's pretty good. That's but, pretty um, good. Thank yo. you. So it's I call it loosely a rap. It's really not. It's like not even to the best beat ever. I'm trying to find it. Hey, do you make beats? I need somebody to make me beat. Oh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I really do. Um, because it's to a beat that the guy is um is my old producers and he is an alternative rock person. So the beat mm. is not really like a hip hop beat. And I try gotcha, to find yeah. like some trap beats and then it like. I'm not an audio engineer. It was a hot mess. I tried to like rap over the beat and it sounded horrible. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, that's one thing I am trying to work on. I literally got the thing right here. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm oh. trying to, um, I'm trying to get more into it because one of the things that when I was writing music, I was the writer. I was the rapper. Yeah. And I was actually writing for like, I, I quit rap when I just started to kind of fall out of love with it, man. I started to fall out of love because it was just, it was more, I mean, it's an interesting topic. I actually want to have a discussion on. Um, with all the recent events of like you know the rappers who are getting killed and yeah. craziness, man. But it's a, it's a it's a big discussion. Yeah, it's a very big discussion. But um, I definitely kind of started falling out of love with it. But I've always had a love for R and B music. Um, R and B music, and I say R and B, definitely R and B, rhythm and blues. However you want to look at it, from the Monicas to the Brandies to the yeah. uh, Tanks to the Luther Vandross, whatever. Um, but I also love you know pop music. I love, like, you know, I love the Britney Spears. You'll listen. I'll, I'm not even ashamed to say it. When um, Oops, I Did It Again came out, listen, I was jamming to that damn song, bro. <laughs> I was jamming to that song. I was jamming one more time. Hit me, baby, one more time. I remember we were young yeah. listening to that shit. I loved all of it, man. I love I love music. Um, biggest Michael Jackson fan ever of, of all time. You know, I love music. So it's like when I was writing stuff, I knew that that was my true love. And rap was something I was doing because it was my environment. It was what I was yeah. seeing really hardcore rappers and my father was managing out of Newark, New Jersey. Um, you know, and then uh that's where I kind of was like, you know, sitting in the studio listening to these guys go on some crazy hard shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well I can do that. You know what I'm saying? And I started writing and that was just like the beginning. But R and B and stuff like that was my love. But now, you know, my cousins are still trying to like kind of swoop me back into uh writing music again and I'm trying to do this. So, but I am trying to mess with the beats and stuff because I, I would like to put some music together. Like, I would like to kind of get back into it, dabble in it. Um, so, I think it would help me with my future with uh, what I'm doing as well. So, okay. So, I'm so. going to send you, I'll send you my little one minute and six seconds, whatever it is. And then you, if you start making beats, then you can feel out like how I, like how my, my flow. Okay. Flow, yes. Right. White, old white lady flow. Kill a D. Um, no, you know what my name was? I used to have a rap. I'm not even kidding. My rap name was uh, Dangerous D. Real true story. Oh, shit. Um, so, 
true story. Um, cause Ludacris, okay. Ludacris was my favorite, not even kidding from the nineties. And so when I yeah. would stay after work, I worked at a restaurant, I would stay after work and I would do karaoke and I would rap Jay Z, Ja Rule, Ludacris, stuff like that. And yeah. the songs that they have features on, like I literally, you can blindfold Aiden Little Wayne. If, if there's certain people's features, I know almost every single word of them from like yeah. back in the day. And that was um, the big thing. The remixes yeah. was the big thing back in the day. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, oh, enough about me with my lovely rapping skills. No, <laughs> I'm just joking. It's okay. fun though, man. It's fun. Yeah. It is fun. And it's really surprising. Some people are like, what? When they look at me, they're like, uh-huh. Like yo, you? listen. But like, that's that's why you have to be open to like you know not always be ready to shut down somebody because I think a lot of missed opportunities come from like you know firsthand judgment. Like you absolutely. really have to be able to give somebody a chance because you never know what somebody's going to be able to do. You know, you experience that a lot with like dancing. I remember. I, I mean, I know a lot of people where I was like, we were at a party and you see the kid that you always you know looked at like, oh man, he's kind of awkward or whatever. Then he'll go and be able to dance like fucking phenomenal. Like, damn. Yeah. I remember situations like that. So I'm like. You never know what people got talent or skills in, man. You you never know who's going to blow up or something that you never even thought of. That's right. So. And plus, you never know, like, what, like, uh, what experience, like, what, how they can help you. Like, say, for instance, yeah, I was an undercover, <laughs> undercover, that sounds bad. I was an undercover, whatever. I had connections to people. Like, you don't yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? And exactly. you're trying to get into that, but you judge me and you were mean to me. Well, there Bro. goes your connection. Um, yeah, but that's yeah. the lesson of life so, right there. And then that's the thing. Like, that's why I talk about also like, um, don't judge other people because you never know what they're going through at the time. They could be going through something horrible and your mean words can push them the wrong way. You yeah. never know. Uh, your kind words can push them the right way. And so yeah. you never know. Um, you're learning more about that now as I think that's definitely a level of maturity that you start to build as you get older. Cause that, yeah. what you just said right now is like one of the biggest, strongest like you know um words that you can deliver to somebody and have an understanding you cannot when you're younger and you pick on kids and you bully kids and you do right. this you have less understanding you could be going through something yourself whatever the case may be but when you get older and you start realizing stuff if you're smart and if you're capable uh, you start to have a better understanding yo you don't know what that person's going through you don't know what they went through right. you don't know what kind of history they have you don't know what you know you don't know who they are like you just said it's definitely impactful and it's very meaningful to treat everybody kindly treat everybody with respect when somebody's not treating you with respect you know if you can't walk away handle your business that's the fucking important i think that's another damn daniel you're about to have me going off yo i'm about to start i'm yo, i'm starting a thing soon where we're going to do like a live kind of uh paneling thing and i'm gonna have a lot of these Ooh, like venting i want to be on that, your panel yes i would love you to come on I, i've already yes. got a whole bunch of people that's gonna get ready to come on but um a lot of things that we're dealing with now is because people are starting to be very scared to even defend themselves. And I think that's right. starting to become a huge problem because people don't know what's safe to do so they can just protect themselves. Simply somebody breaks in your house right. and somebody's scared to shoot somebody. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> but there are people that are scared to like, yeah. I don't know if I do this is, am I going to go down for it? Am I going to go to jail? Like, so it's yeah. like people are letting things happen to them because they're not sure of the consequences, which sucks. Because it's allowing a lot of people to cross boundaries that they wouldn't if they knew there was more of a severe, severe right. consequence. So it's a, I'm going to have that. I'm telling you right now, I want to have this conversation. It's an amazing topic. Oh yes, we actually. Um, it's so funny because, like, on your show, we talked about stuff you didn't think we were going to talk about, and now we're talking about stuff that I didn't think that you know it was going to go there, which is yeah, really awesome yeah. because. 
that shows that like, yes, you're an entertainer, but you're a real human being and you have experiences and feelings. And you know what I'm saying? Like we are all like, even though, you know, I do comedy, I'm also a million other things. So it's really cool. It's really cool to talk like deep with you and like hear your real true opinions. It's really cool. So now do you, okay. Do you feel like, how does it make you feel to be a guest on, on other people's podcasts? Like instead of you running the show? Yeah. Yeah. It it is something that it took me a little bit to get adjusted to. Cause, um, I, I, when I first did it, it did feel weird. Like, you know, cause you do feel like, you know, when, once you start doing this, I've actually had my show was going on almost three years now. And, um, I actually had a podcast, um, um, podcaster on last night. Notice I'm, I'm trying not to call myself a podcast anymore. I'm trying to get away. I'm just making a show. Um, but I have been doing, um, uh, you know, audio podcasts. I have been doing visual podcasts. And the one thing I am learning is one of the reasons why I don't want to be established as a podcast anymore is because it, it is something that you can listen to, whether it be visual, whether it be audio. A lot of times podcasts are something that you can listen to. My show, I try to do a little bit more, um, you know, uh, uh, effects. I'm loud. I'm crazy. I do different things with my hands. I do this and do that. I think it adds to the experience. And that's the kind of envision that I want for people. So yeah. I don't want it to just be like, hey, put this in your shoulder and listen to it while you're at work. I would like you to watch it. I want you to watch it. If I can help it, you know what I'm saying? If I can entertain you for that long. But um, being on the other side, like in the guest side, I started out and it was kind of difficult because I was like, you know, you feel the need to kind of take charge of the of the conversation to make sure it stays going. But yeah. at the same time, you know, I started to kind of understand like, hey, this is my time to talk finally. Like, you know, I, I had to learn how to <laughs> you know, kind of not talk when I was the host so the guests can talk. But now it's like, well, I'm the guest, so now I can talk or whatever. But you still want to just maintain a good conversation, man. I think that's the biggest thing, and that's all I ever try to do. You know, I was I was just try to. I'm just I'm just real. I'm just like you know, I'm not I'm not formulating shit. Like, oh, you know, asking questions. All right, cool. What I got to answer for you? But I'm gonna pick your brain too. I'm not going just like, oh, okay, next question. I'm ready, Your Honor. Like, <laughs> for real, yo. I know that's what's hard for me. Like for real is like, I always talk about myself. I just did it 200 times in this. Um, it's interview. awesome though. So, but yeah, but I have to be careful that I don't do it too much, but I don't True. want people to think I'm like trying to one up them, but I just like to see, like talk about what I have in common with people. So it's like, it's supposed to be like a flow, like a conversation. Like that's it my is. whole goal. It's yeah. not supposed to be like, how old were you when you did this? What do you look Yo, like? Yeah. yeah. Let me kind of put it into a, into a perspective for you. Like, oh, I'm always trying to put it into like, you know, I understand a clearer vision and shit. Just imagine going on a date with somebody and you sitting there and, you know, you talking and you guys are on this awkward balance that nobody like even communicated to each other. And you're just like, well, what food do you like? I like greens. How about you? I like waffles. Okay, next. Now, what car do you drive? <laughs> I drive this. I, I just, just imagine talking to somebody and never getting like yeah. any further insight than just the answer you're looking for. Right. That shit mm-hmm. is boring. So it's yeah. like, you know, to be engaging and to, you know, speak to somebody like, hey, I went to the store yesterday and my cat ran away and I got home and he was missing. And then it's like, you know, what? Your cat ran away? Man, my mother's cat ran away when I was little. Holy shit, she did? How young were you? You got a story for the next yeah. five days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You gotta be engaging, yo. You gotta be engaging, man. I like it, but you're right. Um, and it makes you like more, and it's it's really me though. Like it's very authentically me. So it's not like I'm being like fake or whatever. Um, yeah. so I think you know, I, I that's just just how I am. I'm trying to tone it that's down cool. a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, we all we all, all right. working through our stuff, you know. 
Isn't that the truth? Okay, so <laughs> what um I know that you offer services because I asked you about it myself. Uh so yeah. what services I know you said it for a second earlier, but what services does your company offer for you said like musicians, podcasters, or whoever yeah. is just trying to get a platform? Yeah, yeah. What? So right now, like, you know, this is still new to us. Um we are really really are still trying to get everything together as far as like numbers and exactly what we're able to do. Um, but we are trying to offer the ability to um, you know, whether you have a show, whether you have a song, whether you have something, promotion is definitely the biggest. That's the one of the things like I put together like small clips, I put together different things that you can market. And um, that's what we're really trying to get into more than anything. But we also do offer editing services. And I know, Dave, I spoke with you on that. And I would still love to, like, you know, get with you and see if I can still assist you. And I've been crazy busy, but the Halloween special is over. That was, like, my biggest yeah. damn thing that I was doing for the year. Um, but we're trying to, like, you know, get to people and assist people in things that they might not want to do, might not have time to do, but they still want to do a show. So if you are doing a show and you don't really know how to edit that well and, you know, you just want to make sure that your clips are put together properly, you need an introduction done. Those are the kind of things that I'm trying to you know, offer my services after, you know, three years of doing it. I never went to school for it, um, but I definitely have learned if you watch my show and you see the different things that I can do on my show, I have software, I have a whole bunch of shit. Um, but I would love to be able to assist in that way and build my brand in that way as well. So um, we are offering that, you know, small clips, you know, 30 second um, 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 commercials, if you will. That's like, hey, you know, watch Danielle's show and blah, blah, blah. You know, got my loud animated voice, you know, being one part of it, captivating somebody. And that's what I'm trying to offer. Like, I want to try to bring views to your channel. I want to try to bring people to your channel. And um, coming on my show, I'm going to promote you like you the president, man. I'm telling you, like, that's one of the most important <laughs> things I'm finding is we're doing this to be seen. We're doing this to be seen. So marketing it everywhere you have it, no matter what the quality, marketing is going to build viewers. And that's the most mm -hmm. important thing while we're doing this, um, you know, besides enjoyment and all that other extra stuff or whatever. But that's pretty much what the Beeline Entertainment LLC is currently. I don't know what it's going to grow into, but that's what we're trying to build. Awesome. I do need point. help more with marketing than editing. We'll talk about that because that's where I lack and that's gotcha. what I need the most. Um, so yeah. speaking of your Halloween spectacular thing, how how did it go? How do you feel now that it's done? <sighs> oh, listen, I'm not going to lie. My first Halloween special I did, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, literally. I was trying to be in the atmosphere. I was trying to be in the mood. I came up to my studio. I put some stupid paint on my face, and I just started talking, and I did a couple of weird things. I literally oh. made it up on the fly. I didn't do nothing oh, but that. I had about 60 people watching. I think about 60 people watched the first Halloween episode I did. I loved it. I loved it. It also was where the first time where I really discovered, like, wait a minute. I can actually do this. I started learning different techniques with editing. And that was the first time. Second one, I said, oh, I want this to be amazing. I'm going to do way more into it. I'm going to do this, whatever. Came out great. Came out really good. But still, it was one day. I did the whole day. I kind of marketed it. Not, not marketed it. I kind of um, uh, put it all together, um, did some recording. I recorded it in like a whole bunch of different pieces, structured it all together, and made a special out of it. That was where I built more editing um, thing. The Halloween episodes have been like my editing Hercules. You know, that, that's where I've grown the most strength in um editing and learning the editing stuff um and i think maybe 120 people watched it this halloween special that i put i marketed it from the beginning of october yeah i, I literally made this my goal to be the best thing that i've put out so far to also show people like these are my you know um uh, you know abilities to be able to do stuff like this i can put together stuff like this for you like also with that in mind 
I promoted, I marketed it, and I had 780 people watch my Halloween special Woo-hoo! this year. I literally, I'm very happy. I'm not trying to brag. I'm literally just like my, I, I, like, like that. I was shocked within the first, I think the first hour that I put it out, I think it was almost 95 people watched it on the first oh, hour. Oh, that's so awesome. I was so shocked. I was so grateful. And then the next few days, I think it went up to like 500 views in like the first four days. And um, like I stated, that was what really showed me like what's being important besides the fact that it's Halloween and people are definitely going to grab onto that, you know, that, 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 you know, around this time of year. But also I know how hard that I constantly put um, commercials out. I constantly post it every day. I post it on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, on t- Tumblr, on shit that I don't even use. <laughs> I was just posting just to put it out there. And that's one of my highest rated videos that I've ever put out. So Yay. it was amazing. I can't even ask for a better, you know, you know, I don't even know what to do next year now because that one came out so incredible. So now I'm thinking about different ideas. But um, yeah, it was great, man. I love, I love the holidays. I'm a super fanatic. I, I want to do Thanksgiving specials. I want to do um, Christmas specials, but um, it just hasn't really, you know, worked out um, honestly. Because I, this is usually my time where I take a little break. But um, I'm going stronger than I ever have right now. Apparently, I can't. I can't even stop if I wanted to. So, which I'm happy. I'm, I'm thankful for. But uh, yeah, the Halloween special came out amazing. Yay! That's so awesome. I'm not gonna lie. I try to watch it, but I'm a scaredy cat, and I almost peed myself, and I had to. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I could not watch the whole thing out of support from you. I like I support you and I like clicked on it and I started and then you were doing this creepy voice thing. And I'm like, no, I cannot have nightmares. (laughs) Yeah, my my, my kids actually um, helped me do that, too. Like my kids actually put some stuff together. Like it was different parts. Like there's one scene where I had these these candles um, where uh, I was putting them on and they were they were like flames, but they were light Uh bulbs and they looked looked Uh like flames in the dark. And um, at one point, it was really dark, and we had the camera on. And my daughter, she just, like, she put her hand, and she, like, put her hand in the thing. And you saw the hand come out of the black and turn the candle on. And it, it, she didn't even mean to do it. But then when we started and we showed it, we shot it, and we did it, like, four or five times. And it came up, and it was literally just our hands went on the thing, and they came up out of the darkness. And then you heard the, and it came on, and the flame came on. And then after that, it was like a creepy like change. Uh-huh. And then you saw me sitting there with the mask. I had a, a couple of other ideas of how I wanted to do it, but it didn't really work out. So we just did it, but it came out phenomenal. Like, you know, when the That's candles awesome. came on and I was sitting there, it was to me, Daniel, like I said, I'm not, not, not bragging in any way, but no, I was actually, my show was in a movie also. And we, we actually, um, wow. um a uh, sci-fi flick. Yeah. On um, Amazon prime. And, uh, it was my first experience doing a movie. And it was incredible. Like, I was like, damn, the guy came here. He brought all the stuff to my studio and recorded wow. a movie. And I went with him and I was at an apartment and everything. It was called Intuit. Um, I think it's still on Amazon Prime, but it's called Intuit, I-N-T-U-I-T. And um, I had a decent part in the movie. I was a damn um, radio host or whatever that was so um, talking cool. about the aliens. It's awesome. It was awesome. But when I was doing that, it introduced me to another field where I was like, damn, I kind of want to do this. You know what I'm saying? I've always loved movies. And when you see something done that you think to yourself, like, oh, I can't do that. You know, it's a million dollars to do that. And you see it isn't a million dollars. It's a camera. It's a microphone. It's some help. I, you can put together a movie. I, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm telling you, I'm hoping that I can do something this year. 
but I'm thinking about it. So it's like that really was motivating me also with the Halloween special because I was trying to see exactly what I can do, recording different segments, recording different parts. I was showing people. I was in Walmart and I showed this lady the introduction to my Halloween special before <laughs> it was out. I was like, oh, listen, look, look, look at this. I was proud of it, man. And um, that's awesome. I definitely you am trying be. to build. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to build. That's beautiful. And I love how you get your kids involved. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And that's like what you said earlier with, you know, your dad and the music and all that stuff. That's really cool. So yeah. what, all right, what advice do you have for someone that wants to start a show, a podcast or whatever? What advice do you have for them? Honestly, um, just do it. I, I I can't even be like, you know, off, you know, you know, philosophical, whatever you call it, just do it. If you have an idea and you feel like it's something that you want to do, you're going, you're always going to have a billion reasons why not to do it. And a lot of the times the billion reasons, they're excuses. Like you have excuses for not waking up and waiting and working out or, or not. I don't have time. I, nobody has time. Nobody has time. Everybody's got family. Everybody's got kids. Everybody got something. Just do it, yo. If you care about it and you love it, do it small. Don't put a don't put a, a giant you know uh, um, thing over it to make it seem like it's something that can't be done. I can't make a movie because it's uh you know it's the hardest thing in the planet. It costs a million dollars. Change your mind state by just doing something, doing it once, doing it twice, doing it three times, and then continue. Stay consistent. You're gonna get there, man. That's what I'm still learning to this day. Like, you know, when it gets hard, there's been a couple of times where I've wanted to stop uh, doing the show. I wanted to stop doing stuff. I wanted like, oh, man, it's too much. I, I got to do this other stuff. I, I'm not focusing. But then I was like, no, nah, man, I, I promised myself in my very first episode that I'm going to keep doing this. I want a million episodes, no matter what. And I just allowed that to keep me motivated. Man, you have to find what you're doing it for. I think that's a big part of doing something like this because it does take a lot. It's not just as easy as sitting down and turning your phone on or what's called. It does take a lot if you want to do it seriously, but just do it is like, you know, the biggest advice I can give you, man. Hopefully that was like, you know, uh, I, I mean, you know, besides that, you know, invest in it, you know, different things like that, you know, definitely, you know, take some time and that, that, that goes with, you know, but doing it is the biggest part. It's not unrealistic. You can do it. You are interesting. Just talk. Just talk and feel comfortable. That's right. Do some research on whatever you are interested in. And my advice is be genuine. So like, say for instance, you love McDonald's, do a podcast about, well, I don't know about fast food. I don't no, know. But real, if it's something that you don't know about, don't do it because yeah, like yeah. if you have Pointless. guests on that know way more than you, eh, that's going to be tricky, but yeah. if it's something you're passionate about and you've been, you have a dream and you, you want to talk about whatever, or you've been through something in your past and you want to help people now, or you want to talk to people about business or whatever the heck it is. If you are passionate about it, he's right. Do it. You got to do it. You can't keep making excuses, but do a little bit of research first, yeah. figure out like the best way to do it, you know? Um, and then there's different avenues. There's different recording services. There's so many different things research yeah. on what is your goal and then how can you meet that goal and then just do it. There's um, groups on Facebook that f you help find guests and that's exactly, I think how we met maybe. And um, there's yeah, like um, that, I think it was. different groups. 
Yeah, and there's different groups. So go on there and you can, it's like find a guest, be a guest, whatever the case may be, different groups. And like I've had, we've had the same guests from Australia. I mean, come on, how crazy is that? But the same guests we've had. So Unreal. not speaking about it, didn't even know, you know, until I saw him on there and I was like, hey, <laughs> I know him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's so cool that you can connect with amazing people. And like he said, really good advice. You have to know your why. So if your why is to make a million dollars, don't do it. Because um, <laughs> monetizing these shows. I'm show, telling you right now, you're yeah. going to be discouraged immediately. If, if, if right. your why is, I want to be rich, listen, you, you're not doing it nope. for the right reasons already. Nope. I mean, you, and that's not to say you can't be rich. You, you could be the luckiest person on the yeah. planet. But yeah. it's very unlikely that yeah. you're going to get rich before you get discouraged. Like, I, I, I'm telling you right now, that's one, that's a big thing with, um, you know, um, being on different podcasts and different things so far and and hearing what people's like, you know, complaints are. One of the biggest complaints are, oh, how do I get people to watch my show? How do you get people to watch your show? Well, what are you doing? And it's like, oh, well, we talk and then we do. Well, where do you promote it? Oh, well, I put it on my Facebook. Okay. How many times? Oh, oh once. Oh, okay. Well, who, who's, who's going to see that? They might see that two years ago. They might see that two years from now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what else are you doing? You want people to watch your shows, but what are you doing though? You just want that. But are you doing anything to make that happen? Are you doing anything difficult? Oh, well, I don't want to, I don't want to bother people. Well, then do you, you don't want people to watch your show either though. Because you have right. to put your stuff out there. There's a lot of things that I had to learn myself and not to be an expert, but I have been doing this shit three years. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I do feel some type of growth that I've learned from my mistakes. And um, you have to, Get out of your own way, man. Like most of the shit you got to do to accomplish something. I don't care about who's blocking me on Facebook because I'm posting my shit 40 times a day. I don't care about it. I, I'm, I'm going to be respectful. I'm not going to go in the group and post my shit, you know, down the line. But I am going to post my shit maybe once a day. I am going to post it, you know, on this guy's thing. Hey, check this out. Watch my show. I didn't post it to you this week. I'm going to put it in your message board. Hey, check this out. Watch this episode. I think you might like it. You never know what's coming from it. Yo. The most they can do is block me. You know, they ain't gonna call the cops and get locked up. Like, <laughs> you gotta put yourself out there, oh, man. Gosh. Doing this kind of work, the most important thing you have to do and have to understand is you have to put yourself out there. That's just how this is. The only way you're gonna be able yeah. to get seen. And again, that's where I lack because I don't have time because I'm doing so much. So we'll talk yeah. after this. Gotcha. But um, okay. So where can we find you? What is your uh, website? Your YouTube? All that stuff. Yeah, definitely. So my show is exclusively on YouTube. Um, I post it on uh, Tuesday nights. It's the Beeline web show. That's more of like, you know, um, I guess you can call it like, like similar to a podcast. We kind of just talk about different things, a lot of different guests, um, great guests coming up soon. Um, that's Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, Thursday nights is going to be the Beeline entertainment show. And that's where we have, um, you know, different types of musical talent or, uh, you know, actors, celebrities. We talk about different types of movies and reviews and uh, watch lists and you know, a whole bunch of different stuff on the uh, on the entertainment show, which is a lot of fun. But you can always check that on the YouTube. That's going to be at um, the Beeline Web Show channel. If you if you type in uh, YouTube.com slash the Beeline Web Show, just how it sounds, the Beeline Web Show. You should be able to find us at this point. Even if you go to YouTube and just type in the Beeline Web Show, I think we pop up. You'll see at least a couple episodes, my goofy face and and uh, and, and background. Try to make it very distinguished so people can find me, right? Like That's, that's the biggest thing. That's but, awesome. Um, yeah, we're on Instagram, TikTok, a Facebook. If you type in the Beeline Web Show on something or the Beeline Entertainment, you, you're destined to find us at this point. Okay. Awesome. 
Well, thank you so much. It's so cool to get to interview you. It's fun. Yeah, Um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so thanks again for coming and talking to us and sharing a little bit about your life and why you're doing what you're doing. And uh, we got to talk about rap. That's very fun. And um, and your Halloween show that scared the crap out of me. Uh, (laughs) I think that's the purpose of it. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) it was. (laughs) Okay, well, you did good. So um, thank you. I can't wait to see how far and how, you know, grossly uh to the sky i'm re- literally reaching to the sky Please. i don't know why yeah. but like how well, far yeah. your company you're interesting go. danielle you're interesting man <laughs> i hope that you're not too hard on yourself because this is actually really good man. thank you believe it or not man and i'm not trying to like rain on anybody's parade or anything but it is it's not easy to have a conversation with everybody it, it, it's it's difficult and especially if there's somebody who likes to talk don't ever like doubt yourself because you like to talk Liking to talk is the most important part of what we're doing. We're, we're, we're right. not building a plane. Like, you know, we're, we're talking. Like, if you don't <laughs> like to talk, then you're doing the wrong shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to talk, man. You know, uh, and, and, and some people, they kind of get lost and they, they don't really know what to say or they're not that interesting, just to be blunt, honest. The beeline is straight to the point. That, that, that's, that's the whole point of it. I don't know if yep. I've said that yet. Straight to the point. <laughs> I, like the, I don't like the sugar coat. I like to be honest, man. Um, my, my honesty of but yeah, Dan, this is awesome. I love this. It's awesome. I can't wait to have you thank on the you. um live on the line. Oh yes, I can't wait. That will be so much fun. So yeah. thank you so much. Thank you for those kind words. I really appreciate no it. And you're right. We are not building an airplane. I love your analogies. And again, you remind me of my boyfriend. He's so good at breaking down stuff and making you understand it from a different perspective and saying like, okay, this is a ball game and this person has this and this person has that and da da da. And you know what I'm saying? Gotta and it makes it so much sense, right? So yeah. you're right. This is about talking. Hopefully we do like to talk if we're doing Yeah, that. right. You better um, like to talk. Yeah, it's it's very helpful, at, at least. Um, and I have been on a show. I'm not going to say which show because the guy is really cool. But I was on a show where I felt like I was leading it too much and I was a guest. And I was like, oops, let me be quiet. Let me just I, I let him I felt that way, too. I felt that, I felt that way a couple times. And I would sit back and kind of like, uh-oh, let me just try to, like, go with the flow here. But, yeah, um, yeah. it yeah. does get difficult when you're used to hosting. I know. And so, like, I I agree. All right. Thank you, Brian B. You're awesome. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for your knowledge. And uh, I want a beat from you uh, eventually. And uh, we'll talk about uh, I'll hire you to promote because I, I really that's need awesome. help with that. Listen, that's so, awesome. Thank you. And if you guys need his help, holler at him. He does a great job. Check out his show, man. The intro is freaking amazing. Like it's like spinning and things are happening and it's so loud and Mm -hmm. and um I showed my daughter and I was like, oh my gosh, look at this! This is so cool. And so really, and that's what it's about. We all need to support each other. So when I go on a show, I want to support them. I follow them, or when they come on mine, vice versa. Right? We should share each other's stuff. We should. I like. I'm not even sorry to cut you off, but that's why I was I was trying to say like that's why when I was talking to the person I just introduced you to, like that, that was one of the reasons. Cause like he was asking like, you know, Hey, you, you know, people. And I'm like, yeah, I do know some people. And like, we just established, like there's some people that, you know, I'm not just willy nilly out here just talking to people, but when I feel like somebody's yeah. good, you had, a, you talked about a lot of interesting stuff on my show as well. And I was like, Oh, she did. Um, her show sounds interesting. You were telling me about some of the guests that you were interviewing and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, she can talk. She's interesting, man. And that, it, that means a lot, yo, it means a lot for what we're doing. So we do have to support each other. It's not all about, yes. oh, mine's better than yours or this and that. That shit's got to go out the Mm-mm. door, man. 
Use nope. people to motivate yourself, not to try to build somebody down. And then as you're motivating, bring them along, man. It ain't going to do nothing right. but 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 show you know show people that you're 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 honest, you're genuine, you're not um, cutthroat. And you can't be that in this industry. Yo. That's one huge thing that I've learned all the way back from when I was a kid. You cannot be um, trying to you know shade the whole room so the spotlight can be on you. You can't do that in this shit. It is about who right. you know and how you handle with work with people. Right. Absolutely. But, You're um, right. Like, just like, yeah, I forgot that you gave me a connection to the, to the one guy. So that's what it is. Like if we know something like earlier, um, I did an interview. She is freaking amazing. I will give you her information, but if she's okay with it, she is so amazing. This woman is strong and awesome. She just told me she's from Canada. She's coming to Atlanta and she was like, Hey, I want to, um, want to add you to my, I'm about to get goosebumps. I want to add you. And, um, cause she, she heard my story. Cause I told her about my story too. Some of it. Yeah. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I want to add you to the meet and greet and this and that. And I'm like, what? Thank you so no. much. So person from know. Canada. So, yeah. and the thing is like, I actually helped her cause I was, um, audition for that thing. She said, I was going to audition. She said, send me the link. I said, absolutely. I gave her what the coaches taught us. I taught her after off of air and taught and told her. And so it's all about, that's what it is. It's like us networking. helping each other and networking, yeah, right? And because we all don't, not only one person, there's not room for one person up top. There's room for millions of us because we all don't yeah. do the same thing. We're all not exactly. going to reach the same people. We're all exactly. not going to have like the same message, right? So we should all up uplift each other because it's hard out here in these streets. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it is. So, you it know, it, why not like, like be a positive uh, support for each other and, and help each other out and not try to hog all the information. That's crazy. Um, yeah. so it's just about, it's, it's really about the human connection. Right. And it so is, man. it is, that's why we do this. Yeah. We want people to watch and listen and stuff, but we want people to connect with what we're saying. We want people to connect to the guest stories to us or whatever the case may be, uh, be it music, film, podcast, whatever. And so that's yeah. the whole goal. And, and so it, it's a, it's a blessing to be able to do that. It's a blessing that people listen, uh, you know, to me be all who all the time. And, uh, and so, you know, I mean, it, it's just a very rewarding thing that yeah. I'd like, I have this one Belgium listener that, um, when I look, she literally listens cause they're ahead of time from us. They're in the future. So she listens when it airs at one in the morning, mm. she listens. She listens when it airs. I mean, it's like she loves me that much or he. I don't know. Are you a man or woman? I don't know. Well, whoever they are in Belgium. Um, yeah. And that sounds like I only have one listener. I have more than one listener. But yeah. they literally listen. They shows you their your analytics or whatever. And they download it when it drops. And it's like it's so amazing to me that somebody in Belgium really can connect with me and the guest. It means so it's much unreal. to me. That's yeah. how I felt with so, the Australian. I've had three people yeah. from Australia on my show. And I'm like, so Australia? Exciting. It's like, yes. it's crazy to know that. You think when I sat down the first day with my goofy, you know, um, yeah, we're done making a show video that I did with my brother. And I don't ever thought that, oh, man, somebody from Australia is going to hit me. Simon actually um, messaged me. Wow, and, um, wonderful. He said he had saw, yeah, it was, and, and that's why I was like, you know, um, um, he said he saw like the David Black interview. And I was another um, a, a movie producer from Australia. Awesome. And um, 
it was like he said he's oh and i was like you're from australia and then i started you know thinking like man people in australia are talking about they're saying my name like let's say that you know what i'm saying like line i never would have thought that man i never would i never yeah. started this with that vision like i just just happened right. like you said Dang, it's very important to just be be good man be good yo i, I guess the easiest way yep. to sum that shit up just be good to people be kind man. Be kind. You don't yep. gotta. You don't gotta go overboard, but just be nice, man. You ain't gonna get nowhere wrong being nice for the most part. You know when not to be nice, but for the most part, be nice, be kind, be cool with people, yo. If you can, don't don't beat him up like he said. Or I'm just joking. He didn't say that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. All right. Well. Thank you so much, Brian. It's been so cool talking to you. So fun. And just like talking to an old friend back and forth. It's so cool. Yeah, for real. Um, But uh, we will keep in touch, like I said, especially um, I'm going to hire you for some services. And then also um, like a game night. Let me know when it is. And then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely going to set that up. Yeah, we okay. upset you. I love you and you and your boyfriend and your kids, too. My kids, they always look for people to play with. So Yay. A 12, yeah, 11-year-old and 4-year-old. They run around here all day. Yeah, come on over. Okay, well, thank you so much. I'll talk to you again later and have a fantastic day. Thank you, ma'am. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Authentic Points of View podcast. I hope that something you heard today changes your point of view. If you would like to share your views, please email me at authenticpointsofview at gmail.com. Or leave a comment on Facebook at Authentic Points of View Podcast. Remember, always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart. listening to authentic points of view podcast i hope that something you heard today changes your point of view if you would like to share your views please email me at authentic points of view at gmail.com or leave a comment on facebook at authentic points of view podcast remember always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart <laughs>